The Philosophy Guy Show, number 29. Safe Music Network. That was Junior with What Was I Thinking? Uh, welcome to the Philosophy Guy Show. And uh, I'm the Philosophy Guy, and with me once again is. Don't tickle me. Hi, guys. Um, welcome to all of uh, the new listeners and also all returning listeners. Yes, it's been a month. Busy month. Yeah, busy month. Um, what did we do? <laughs> what did we do this month? I was so busy. Life. Life. Okay. Um, let's see. One of the things that um, I was reminded of while the song was playing was that at one point in my life, I did play Naked Twister, or we played Strip Twister. Strip Twister. Tongue-tied there. <clears throat> strip Twister. Yes, we did. I just don't remember how naked we got. 
probably proportionate to the amount of alcohol we drank. Which would have meant I probably didn't have any clothes on. <laughs> I will hold it over you for a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, she. Yeah, but you're not gonna tell. You're not gonna tell me now. Whether maybe I was later. naked or not. Huh? Maybe later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe I think Twister's on the list for Christmas. <laughs> In today's show, I think uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, when when uh, I suggest to ride my bike. <laughs> 25 miles. <laughs> Tell me you'll pay for a cab. <laughs> no, I think I'll let you just bike 25 miles again. <laughs> okay. I've been told, guys, that this is a testament to how much PG truly loves me. For To go pick up his car. Well, we'll, we'll get we'll to kind of start at the beginning. Can I forget the beginning? Well, you can forget the beginning. I can't. But <laughs> um, last week, Thursday, I got a call from work from from the, me saying that uh, well, you need to pick me up from a test. A test. Hmm. So it's like okay. Well, it was unexpected, but no big deal. So I, I uh, go to. Go to uh, where the test was performed. Yes, you did. And uh, drove you home in your car. Yes, because I was unable to drive. We have to say that the reason I could not drive was because I got loaded on good drugs. I don't remember much of the day. Yeah, it was kind of funny because uh, she uh, we we <laughs> had conversations more than once. So you say? Yes. I don't remember. So anyway, I drove home in your car. With me as passenger. Yes. However, that left my car stranded 25 miles away. And I had an 8 o'clock meeting Friday morning, which would have made it impossible for us to drop the kids off at school, pick up the car so I could get to work by 8 o'clock. Right, because I couldn't drive for 12 hours. Yes. So, So I said, okay, you know, when I was much younger and not so fat, I would, no problem, bike, bike 25 yeah. we both, miles. We both did. So I said, okay, it was a gorgeous day. It was in the mid-70s. Mid-70s. And I said, well, okay, fine. I will uh, ride my bike. So I get on the bike, and I'm going east on Highway 59. And I, and I did, you know, took Highway 59, the straightest and flattest route. Up the True. hill, all the way to past Waukesha. You you have to, for the people who don't know the area that we live in, the southern Kettle Moraine in southeastern Wisconsin is very hilly. Lots of steep hills in some places. And where I work, where my car was left, is on the one of the biggest hills in that area. So he had a lot of work. Not only that, but there was a headwind out of the the northeast <laughs> all the way. So uphill and against the wind, all and, and you you the made way. it, but it took you four, four hours. hours. 
out of the 25 miles, I think I walked five. Uphill? Uh, yeah, because I just couldn't make some of the hills. I just had to rest. I, I'm curious. Was it the hill up the up to, towards the hospital? It's a pretty steep one. Oh, yeah, that one I walked. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking you probably walked up the hill on 59 near the Generac place. Yeah, walked up that one. Two, two inclines that are at least 45 degrees or steeper. Yeah, I walked both of those. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw two two uh, cops pull cops pull over people twice, and at least walked past two stakeouts. You know where they were uh, doing the, well, the radar. Well, that's not a stakeout. That's a radar radar thing. Thing whatever. So next time, I'm supposed to tell you no. <laughs> offer to pay for a cab or something. I don't know. I don't know. Cabs these days are pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah, but I was tired when I got home. I'll tell you that. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Second thing. Yes, I know. I'm be- I'm in suspense here because people, I haven't been told the agenda for tonight. Well, that's because I just wrote it down, <laughs> like right before we started. I'm going to title this section, Kids Say the Darndest Things. Especially when Mom's not home and I'm here by myself. Oh, this should be good. Um, okay. The first one, and I'm, I'm not going in necessarily chronological order, but I'm, gonna, I'm going in order of uh, progression. Sunday... There was a big deal amongst the kids all day because they wanted to do something. They wanted to go shopping. Oh, it was a gorgeous day on Sunday, too. Yes. Well, we hung around outside. We did stuff outside. But they wanted to go shopping to EB Games, and they wanted to go out to Culver's. So we They're comprom- your children. They're computer geeks. <laughs> so we compromised. We didn't go to EB Games. And we didn't go to Culver's for dinner. But we did go to Culver's for ice cream at like 6 o'clock. Out of curiosity, did they have lemon ice yet? Yes. They started lemon ice like... Thumbs up. Yes. Beginning of May. Um, One of our children does not like ice cream, but he loves the lemon ice at Culver's. And Mm -hmm. it's one of his favorite things to get lemon ice. So... Anyway, I was doing dishes or something in the kitchen, and and uh, Olivia was pouting because we were not leaving for Culver's quite yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh goes, why is Olivia mad? Well, she's whining because we're not going to Culver's. And his response? Well, uh, uh, he goes, uh, well, at least I'm not whining about Culver's. I know you, I know you're not whining about Culver's. And he goes, I'm whining about my game. <laughs> it's a, yes, you are. <laughs> it's like, 
as a no, I whined about the gay all day. And then another classic from Josh just today. After uh, he did his homework, and one of the things was to uh, oh god, this is count- this is putting mom down because mom helped him with the homework. No, no, he got it almost right, except he he's learning about simple and complex machines. So he he had to fill in the blanks with what kind of machine or thing it was, and he got lever and screw mixed up. So we just flipped them over. And got, and he was supposed to take the letters, circle letters in each of the words, and make a new one. To interject here, this, I wasn't here for this, most of this. This homework was like doing a word jumble. Each of those answers, when written out, had a certain area or whatever that had a circle. And then you took the circled letters to make a clue to answer the last question, so that it makes sense to the people listening here. Okay. So anyway, once he got lever and screw turned around, he had all the letters he needed to do the word. And he got, and and the solution was, it's help us do work, was the solution. Okay. He got the work, and I got the help us do. And he, and I go, it's help, I go, it's help us do work, Josh. He looks at me. Gives me this look. He looks at the the letters. Then he looks at me, and then he says, "You disgust me." <laughs> Why? Because he because I you figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, "Oh, and they write the word in." <laughs> finally done with this homework. I my shoulder was hurting me today, so I kind of went down and laid down on the bed. So I don't know how long it took you guys to do the do that sheet. Mm, not that long. Probably about 30 minutes of farting around with an 11-year-old doing homework. And it wasn't bad. Okay. But it took me like five. Which it's, is... Go screw yourself. <laughs> No, it's the, can... the inclined plane around the pole myself. That's <laughs> true. Okay. If you're complaining about the time it takes me to do homework, you can do homework from now on. I will freely give that up. Uh, it, it was just one of those things where you did the bulk of it, and it just happened to be one of those where it just was had to finish the last yeah. little bit. The last one. Okay, we got two kids, two boys that want to see a Brewers game like nobody's business. June 2nd. Yes, and we're going to a Brewers game June 2nd, the whole extended clan. Got well, it. my extended clan. Yes. My brother's being very generous. Is he paying? He's paying. Oh, I thought he was buying and we were reimbursing. To, to, to my knowledge, my brother is paying for... Ma, grandma and Grandpa. Well, his, he owes them. Well, yeah, they do a lot of his work. But so he's taking Grandma and Grandpa. He's taking our family, which is a total of five. He's taking my brother, other brother's family, which is a family of five. My sister's family, which is a family of four. Himself. So we have five, ten. 
about 20. 14, 16. We're going to have roughly about 19 to 22 people going, and he's paying for it all. Well, I at say. At least paying for good. the tickets. Hey, he I'm owes us. Beer. We, I'll we, buy the we beer. All, you, we have to put, put this brother into perspective. He is 41 40. years 40. old. He has never been married. He runs his own business. He has money to burn. And when he burns it, he burns it well. Mm-hmm. So, we at least I now have a date to give the kids. Because, well, I think Sunday. It was either Sunday or Saturday. May, I guess, is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. And not For me, it's not. It's... This well, week was National Nurses Day and oh. National Hospital Week, and well, congratulations. I, I didn't. I didn't really notice National Prostate Month. <laughs> uh, well, I've tried to ignore National Prostate Awareness, <laughs> but major you league, can't. You're over forty. Yeah, you major have to league be base, Major League Baseball isn't either. So there was a little blurb on if you got a prostate exam or let's put it this way have you gotten your prostate no, exam no if you got one <laughs> you could get two tickets to a brewer's game <laughs> and i don't know and i really don't know don't. If, if it was you know like upper grandstands or box seats but let's put it this way if i'm gonna bend over for brewer tickets <laughs> I'm going to want box seats. There's truly not a bad seat though at the new stadium, yes, so yes. you know it doesn't matter. I were you? I was thinking you were going to tell me my sh- two boys said, "What's a prostate exam? Can I go get one to get tickets?" Yes. <laughs> they goes, didn't. Can I do that? It's like no. This <laughs> goes. Why not? You're not old enough. Well, how old do you have to be? You have to be my age. And he said, well, why don't you get out? (laughs) Okay, so, Papa PG, what was your answer to that? Let's put this, I I, kind of said, well, getting a (laughs) test like that, two tickets to a Brewers game is not going to motivate me to bend over for Brewer tickets. (laughs) I said, well, I'm sorry. What, well, what's, you know, well, what happens? It's like, well. Oh, God, I wish I would have been there to hear this explanation. <laughs> the, and I go, the reason they give you two tickets is that getting your prostate checked is kind of embarrassing. He goes, how? <laughs> I said that they. Had to check your butt. And he goes, Oh. They didn't talk <laughs> any more about it. So Well, for the non medical person that you are, that's a fairly decent explanation. To a nine year to a nine year old, yes. I didn't want to go in with you know the rubber glove and the finger and all <laughs> of that other stuff, but I think you did good. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry. 
Well, I'm trying not to. I think about me. I'm gone. Okay, let's get back on track. What's next? I'm trying to do this without laughing <laughs> to him. Okay. Okay. Let's get back on track. You want to keep this to 30 minutes? Oh, okay. Well, here's my segue. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> At least in this case, I had better parroting skills than a certain actor. And is I'm this sh- what you're? <clears throat> this is what I haven't heard about. Okay. Uh, Alec Baldwin kind of uh, lost it in a phone call to his daughter, and I'm sure if you've heard it already, well. Uh, you'll hear it again. Bear with me, because I haven't heard it. Which is kind of amazing, because it's been all over. I don't listen to, to TV. I am a XM or podcast person now. I do not listen to normal radio, so I have not heard it. Well, here it is. You want to talk about this during it or afterwards? So that was <laughs> Alec Baldwin to his 12-year-old daughter who did not answer her cell phone. I'm thinking Mr. Baldwin needs a little attitude adjustment from the rest of the world. Well, he's been getting his attitude adjusted, so to speak, through the media. And apparently he's 
you know, I, I saw a picture of him on The View with Barbara Walters and Rosie O'Donnell. I guess that's <laughs> the new confessional. <laughs> okay. Uh, explaining it. I, I did not hear or see that episode, but... I... Clueless. I don't watch them. Well, I, I mean, he I mean, he lost it, obviously. Obviously lost it. I understand the sentiment behind it because it is very difficult in today's world to impart upon growing children respect and honesty and the whole value thing. But to, to put it upon a 12-year-old... Oh, what? To, that it's an embarrassment to him in the way he said it. There are a probably a hundred different ways he could have made that thought, that concern that they had an agreement, maybe, or I mean, it sounds like they had an agreement that he would call at a certain time and, you know, touch base, whatever. But that's not the way to win, to impart upon. That's uh, not the way to win friends and influence people, is it? No, I mean, yes. You know, if if they had a had this deal set up that this is how they're going to communicate, being on opposite coasts, it sounds like, or wherever the heck they are in opposite places. Fine, you know, it's it's okay to be upset that you know you didn't get through and she wasn't there. But that's not the way to teach a person those values by disregarding multiple values. Yeah, uh, not not the way to impart responsibility. That's that's for sure. And yeah, I you know. And yeah. It, I, it, yeah, not to defend him, but to say yeah, I understand that you know you can lose it, but it's beyond losing it. <sighs> Makes me feel good because I feel bad when I lose it, and God, I haven't lost it like that. Uh, not in a while. <laughs> not in a while. <laughs> I, I, I mean, for any of us, you know, it's just that's that's usually the part, point where if I know I'm getting to be like that, I'll be like, "You guys go wherever," and Mom is going. Either outside or down in her room, and I lock myself away till I calm down, yeah. and then come back, and we all talk about it. But God, I hope I never hear myself say the stuff he said. Yeah, I, I, I'm wondering. You know, I mean, now it's all pervasive over the internet, blah blah blah. But you know, it's like um, it's interesting who. Re- who released, released it? it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the motivation. Be I'm sure he never anticipated it being on the internet and being the butt of jokes on Howard Stern and uh, and uh, Opie and Anthony and other shows like that. But but or podcasts. Probably not. Yeah, but uh, well, such is life, and uh, I guess an object lesson to us all that. Uh, yeah, you never Somebody's know when the microphone's listening. on, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, the next thing I have is Blues Fest. 
on my little sheet. I'm so waiting for Blues Fest. Yes. Yeah. Um, I never told... I don't know if I ever told anybody the story of how you... How I learned about podcasting almost a year ago. And and Blues Fest, (laughs) yes. At Blues Fest, yeah. No, no, no. It was before Blues Fest. Well... Like a week before. A week before. Yeah. On our anniversary. Yes. Which is coming up, by the way. It is. Yeah. 17 years this year. I know. Does it? Hey, if, if anybody knows what seventeen is, you know, <laughs> you send me an the- email. <laughs> I hope it's not something expensive like, you know, flat screen TVs or something like that. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I hope it's like you know, paper or uh, oh no no wood no no, no, no. Paper and wood products are like been the first <laughs> less less than less than ten years of marriage. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up now. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe I can get the ring I want. We're nowhere near the diamond <laughs> type. Uh, oh, I'm not talking about diamonds. I'm just talking about a nice. You know, we could either do a mother's ring. Although I haven't quite figured out how to do a mother's ring and not be so darn patriotic, since I have red, white, and blue stones. Or oh, there's all kinds of other rings out there. I'm finally getting into jewelry now that I can wear it and not scratch babies and worry about whatever. Anyway, last year on our anniversary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> last year on our anniversary, I uh, I think 16th is compact disc, right? Yes, it was. A, no, you had... The 16th. Anniversary is a compact disc, and I gave you a compact disc. It is. Well, I well know all right, I'm making it up. You're making it Okay. In PG's world. In PG's world, 16th year anniversary is compact disc. Okay. So I gave you a compact disc of a very special episode of the Podsafe Comedy Countdown that has never been aired. No, but made me cry. And it made you cry. Well, why did it make you cry? Because I know that you love me. You were very sweet. Okay. And it was also the way, the segue, the way I, I told you that I had this little hobby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where I talk to people, or mm-hmm. I talk to myself in a room, into a microphone, and hope people Record listen. It and see who downloads it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And, and I have to say that in that first week of assimilating all that knowledge i didn't freak no you didn't no you didn't i thought you'd freak maybe a little no i was pretty open about and accepting and well you always knew i was a little weird that's a given yeah Uh uh-huh but i was just like well what's it about tell me about it and look here lo and behold i'm hooked yeah now she listened you probably listen to more podcasts than i do could be i'm a bit behind right now but that's because I let the batteries go down on the iPod. and Well, actually, yeah. yeah, you're the one that has the iPod. <laughs> I've been podcasting for over two, almost two years. It's because you- my mom and dad love me and got me an iPod for Christmas. So, that's okay. You can have the iPod. I have the... You have the M- laptop, okay? 
Well, that's a work laptop. You still have a laptop, yeah, and that's I don't. True. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, one of the motivating factors for this was to uh, let her know that I wanted to go to Blues Fest. That mm-hmm. uh, John and Wendy from Gabberdraw. Uh, we're kind of hosting, and I believe they're going to be hosting again the week of June, June 10th. 9th, 10th, and 11th. Yeah. No, wait a minute. Let's see. Second. It'd be the 9th. 8th, 9th, and 10th. Something like that. Yeah. The second weekend in June. Second weekend in June. Uh, if, you, if you're interested in meeting up, send me an email at uh, at gmail.com and I'll forward you the information as I get it. To my knowledge, <clears throat> excuse me, the last time I was on the forum board for Gabberjaw, Barely was going to be there. Um, Oblivion, Oblivion was going to put in an appearance. John and Wendy said they were going to be there. The only person that I know from last year I haven't heard of going is Kat because she's going to be at Flying in to the nobody's thing the weekend before, so I don't think she's coming out two weekends in a row. Or that she's going to stay in Chicago and Illinois for a week. For, yeah, I don't know. I haven't yeah. heard from Kat yet or heard her talk about it. So. But it was a good time. I met all of those above people, and we had a great time. And this year, we're finding some way to spend the night down there so we don't have to drive back. Or take the train. Or take the train, yeah. Taking the train was a, an experience. I mean, it was fun and everything, but it was still 90 minutes to go from Waukegan to downtown Chicago. And then the 90-minute drive home Yeah, from there. So, well, hour drive. No, it was more like 90 minutes. It was more like, yeah. well, whatever. So, you know, when you have fun, time doesn't really matter on the way home. So... So we're looking forward to that. We are. Along with the PME. Yes, we have our hotel room. We have our tickets. And I'm just waiting to make the plane reservations. And it sounds to me like we're going to be flying out of Midway. That's the cheapest rate I can get. Save us about... That'll save us half. So. The flying out of Midway is going to be half of what it's going to cost us to fly out of uh, either um, Mitchell or O'Hare. So, that much more money to spend down there. Odd beer. <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. Okay, next on the agenda is, uh, since you're out of the loop... On just about everything, you're probably out of the loop on the. I'm out of the loop on everything. The dig controversy. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, uh, somebody, and I'm going to get this all wrong, but I'm sure we can find a bunch of articles on dig.com and other places. I at least have heard about dig.com. Yeah. That come. Um, somebody initially published the uh, hex code string for. Um, the HD DVD players that allows you to ha- that would allow you to it's good because I don't know what hack. you're talking about. That would allow someone to to hack an HD DVD, okay, or play it on their Linux machine as they claim. 
they want to do. Okay, I got a general idea. Okay, so what? Um, so what basically happened then is uh, the guys at Dig. dot com, Kevin and I can't remember the other guy's name, uh, took that information down because it's proprietary. Okay, it's copyright. So basically, what happened is that everybody just decided that, well, they put it in everything. <laughs> <laughs> so now they've. You know, so now it's in, you know, blog posts just about everywhere. And the Jeff Smith put it into a song. This should be good. And it's called Dig the Code. It's on the Podsafe Music Network. That's the Jeff Smith and digging, dig the code. Very catchy little tune yeah. there. Now did you, now did you write down all the codes? You have no. to listen again, but they're all there. I'll try. Okay. Last thing, as I was going through uh, <laughs> Fark dot com, uh, Chicago Spire receives a final approval from the Chicago City Council. This is. The new Calatrava. <laughs> and Is it going to be wrought without the same problems as the Milwaukee Calatrava? 
I don't know. It may have its own set of problems. But we'll get to that in a second. Okay. It's supposed to be... Well, okay. First of all, let's... We live in a outside of Milwaukee. Yes, we do. And we have our own little Calatrava. Mm-hmm. It was an uh, mm-hmm. addition to the Milwaukee Art Museum, and it's kind of cool. It's got... it. It's a flat building, and they have this like ma- like sail mast type thing, and that's the best description I could give of it. Yeah, and there's movable parts where it can be down. Think of like a bird's wing where it can either be down or mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. like a sail. So you know, in the nice weather, it's it's up Open and up. Up, it looks like a sail. And in the winter or in the bad weather, they they put it down. So, and kind of like the Miller Park retractable roof, there was problems with it going up and going down. Mm -hmm. Well, this one's a little different. This is going to be a residence, residential tower. As in apartment condo type of residence? Like in luxury condos. (laughs) Okay. Tell me more. The Chicago Spire, designed by a development team with experience in constructing some of the most prominent properties in the world, will provide a lifestyle unsurpassed by any other distinguished residence in the United States or abroad. Located at 400 North Michigan or North Lake Shore Drive, where the Chicago River meets Lake Michigan. The 2,000-foot-tall, elegantly twisted tower will house 1,200 unique residences with the (laughs) finest amenities available anywhere in the world. You... Did I guess it? (laughs) I would say it's (laughs) screw-like. It's oh. kind of like a screw. Do you have it's a picture? It's kind to show me? of like a penis. A penis. <laughs> the world's biggest phallic symbol. It will be the tallest building in North America, <laughs> and it will be a giant penis <laughs> with screw-like, with like screw-like objects. Just imagine you took the world's largest screw and turned it on its, its flat head. Flat head. You'll have to go to. I will put a link. Please on put a link. The Chicago Spire dot com. Oh, is that funny? But where do you live? I live in the penis. So. Or I live in the screw. Either way. <laughs> I live, I live on the 67th floor of the screw penis. Oh. All right. Well, let's put it this way. I don't think either of us are going to afford the screw penis anytime soon. I don't think so. <laughs> so Just uh, based on the picture, I've... No. no. Well... <clears throat> Excuse me. On that note, it's probably over... Well, it's almost... Uh, it is time to go. It is? Well, it, I'm going to well, hit nine I have, minutes. I, I have to say, 
What? Go ahead. Thank you, then, to the one person who actually emailed me after the last show. And that would be a big thank you to Dan. Dan, 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 from the Love, Long, and Prosper podcast. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Dan. It's nice to hear back from some positive feedback from people. And, good segue, if you want to get in touch with us here, you can leave a voicemail at 206-309-7445 or... Email at philosophyguyshow at gmail.com or. I forgot. Uh, let me see. What is mine? Don't tickle me at gmail.com. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. And we're going to leave with uh, Don't Tickle Me's one of her favorite songs. It's Laura Clapp and I'm Not Responsible. Yeah, I like this cool, cool song. All right. Talk to you later. Bye, guys. I love it, don't think about a bottle when he's pissed. You talk a good game, but you wrap your guilt around me when you don't get your way. And you bleed all this blame. Your cut, wrap it up, take care of your own pain. Cause it's you, not me, who's gonna set you free. And I'm sorry, but I don't have the time. And it's me, not you, that ends up feeling used. And I'm sorry, baby, but I'm not responsible. about is climbing out with no one's help but your own cause it's you not me who's gonna set you free
No, I, I thought we should, um, in all our talk about kids and fun things here, it reminded me that we have a congratulations that we should go say, and that would be congratulations to the Wicked Good Podcast on the birth of Rebecca. Yes. She's little cutie. Little matzo ball is finally arrived. Mm-hmm. And Steve and Maureen seem to be having a good time being first-time parents. I don't know. I have, I'm like I said, I'm really behind, so I need to listen to the last couple. But I did get to look at the Flickr, Flickr um, pictures, and she's she's just cute. It reminds me of when ours were young, and sometimes I wish I could shrink them back because they're just so cuddly and cute and baby smelling. And yeah, I miss that time. No more. We're we're done. We're done. <laughs> I know. We can live vicariously <laughs> through uh, other people's children now. Or adoption. Uh, <laughs> the look on PG's face right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations again to the Wicked Good Podcast, Stephen Maureen. You're going to have a great time. Yep. And we can't wait to hear more about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again, Congratulations. Cast Blaster.